The parish likes to, to look at kind of the bigger picture. A priest is an altar priest. They just go, go, go. In the zeal full of Jesus Christ. There is compassion for poor people. And it has this beautiful historic church. Heaven coming down to earth. Thanks be to God. From the Rome of the West, this is the Catholic Gateway Podcast. Your audio gateway into the Archdiocese of St. Louis. On each episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast, we'll tell the stories about the interesting people, places, and events that make up the Archdiocese of St. Louis. We'll also give an update on Catholic news, courtesy of the reporters from the St. Louis Review and Catholic St. Louis Magazine, the official publications of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. So with trust in the Holy Spirit, let's begin. Hello and welcome to this Catholic Gateway Podcast News Update. I'm your host, Gabe Jones. Let's take a look at the news and events happening around the Archdiocese of St. Louis for the week of August 28, 2017. Please keep the people of Texas in your prayers this week as they deal with historic flooding and storm damage from Hurricane Harvey. If you would like to contribute to the relief effort, monetary donations are preferred. Visit stlouisreview.com and archstl.org for more information and make sure to check back throughout the week for continuing coverage and updates. Missouri Governor Eric Greitens issued a stay of execution on August 22nd for Marcellus Williams. Williams was convicted of the 1998 murder of former St. Louis Post-Dispatch reporter Felicia Gale. The Missouri Catholic Conference released a statement saying it, quote, applauds Governor Greitens' decision to stay the execution of Marcellus Williams. Rita Linhart, MCC Senior Staff Associate and Chair of the Board of Missourians for Alternatives to the Death Penalty, said, quote, Mr. Williams's case exposes the inherent problems with capital murder trials. We appreciate the governor's willingness to allow further deliberation on the DNA evidence and are grateful that he stayed the execution, unquote. Governor Greitens will appoint a gubernatorial board of inquiry to further consider Marcellus Williams's request for executive clemency. The Missouri Catholic Conference will continue to monitor the case. High school nights at Catholic high schools in the Archdiocese are coming up in the month of September. High school nights provide students in 6th, 7th, and 8th grades and their parents an opportunity to hear from representatives of the Catholic high schools about their programs and policies. The first high school night will take place at Ursuline Academy on Tuesday, September 12th, beginning at 7 p.m. Visit archstl.org education for a complete list of upcoming high school nights and open houses during the fall. Now here are the five quintessential stories from the St. Louis Review handpicked by the staff for you to share and discuss this week. You can find these stories at stlouisreview.com slash five things, that's a numeral five things, or in the paper dated August 28, 2017. How do cloistered nuns view an eclipse? Well, about the same as everyone else, but with lots of prayer, and the chance to leave the convent is an added bonus. The St. Louis Review had extensive coverage of the eclipse and especially on the relation between God and this spectacular event in the sky. Steve Henry, now a teacher in the Wentzville School District, once had a student who would give him a high five and always had a smile on her face. Jennifer Brinker writes how Steve noticed a familiar face at the August 19th benefit dinner for Saints Jokeman and Care Service and decided to purchase a photograph from the In Plain Sight project. The reason will surprise you. 
The photography project began in April when the care service distributed 100 disposable cameras to homeless people to capture everyday images of their typical living situations. It seems everyone has some sort of social media account, and so do archdiocesan priests. So five priests of the archdiocese recently shared a day in their lives by participating in the Twitter hashtag campaign, hashtag life as a priest. These priests gave the rest of us some insight into their daily responsibilities at the parish, which are more than just celebrating Mass on Sundays. Dave Luking has the summary. Cardinal Daniel Donardo of Galveston-Houston and president of the USCCB initiated a new ad hoc committee against racism on August 23rd to, quote, focus on addressing the sin of racism in our society and even in our church and the urgent need to come together as a society to find solutions, unquote. An article from Catholic News Service shows how serious the U.S. Catholic Church leaders take the problem of racism in America today and how they are addressing it. For the St. Mary's High School football team, even though it is early in the season, they appear to already be running on all gears. Joe Kenny writes how the Dragons had a strong performance in the first game of the season against Westminster Christian Academy on August 18th when they prevailed by a score of 31-22. They are now 2-0, having beaten Priory in Week 2 by a score of 37-7. One aspect that is pulling this team in the same direction is faith. Joe explains this is playing an important role in the formation of both the offensive and defensive sides of the football, and most importantly, in the young men's lives. In just a few minutes, I'll sit down with Joe Kenny to discuss this St. Mary's team and some of the other Catholic sports programs to look out for this fall. Stay tuned. There's a look at what is happening around the Archdiocese of St. Louis. Remember, for these stories, events, and more, visit stlouisreview.com and archstl.org, and also follow the Archdiocese of St. Louis and the St. Louis Review on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for up-to-the-minute updates and news. Thank you for listening to the Catholic Gateway Podcast news update for this week, August 28, 2017. Before we hear more from Joe Kenny, here's the evangelization tip of the week from Michael Horn in the Office of Laity and Family Life. Today's evangelization tip of the week is about the sacred page, the beauty of Scripture. How should I pray, people often ask me. Jesus has answered this question for us in the Gospels. He emphasized the importance of silence and solitude for genuine prayer and taught us to pray to our Heavenly Father in the Lord's Prayer. He also mentioned that his words would not pass away in Luke 21, reminding us of the power of the Scriptures which are inspired by God. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The sacred word of Scripture enables us to encounter the word who is Christ. It is vital for us to read Scripture daily for our spiritual nourishment, whether we pray Lectio Divina, meditate, or listen attentively to the liturgy of the word at Mass. Knowledge of Scripture makes us better evangelists who can relate to others as Christ did. It is not to be used as a weapon or to show off knowledge, but it can be used to show how God's word applies to our daily lives in the here and now. Well, it's that time of year. Hard to believe, but the fall sports season is upon us. And uh, football, actually high school football, has already played two games at this point on August 28th which seems remarkable to me. I, I thought, you know, football is supposed to start in September. But anyway, so Joe Kenny with the St. Louis Review is here because he is covering sports for the St. Louis Review and, and actually just had an article in this week's paper on uh, St. Mary's. Or was that uh, two weeks ago now? Two weeks ago. Two now. weeks ago now you had an article on St. Mary's football. 
and uh, and how they uh, they prevailed in their first game uh, against Westminster Christian Academy. You already heard that in the the news. Uh, segments of, of this podcast but joe thanks for coming in to talk a little bit more about the fall sports uh, season in our catholic schools yeah no problem um yeah we co- covered saint mary's in their opener and they're really strong in the second half and then again this week uh, they won again against priory and they had another second half half burst and that's good to see yeah so uh, what does your article get into then a little bit give the listeners something uh, to go on, you know, what, what are you what are you showcasing in your article? It has something to do with faith, right? Yeah, I always ask about that, and um, the coach of St. Mary's said that uh, uh, Mary is his guide, and he um, is in the right place at St. Mary's and Marianist School, and so he spreads that to his players. And also, I interviewed one of the players, Lavelle Harris, and he said his faith is very important to him as well. Um, you know, he prays before the game and, and afterward thanks God for, for what he's done. Good. That's, that's good to hear, too, because sports really do have a very formational aspect to them. And so to hear that the coach and the players are taking that seriously is very important, especially to Catholic school. Right, yes. And uh, St. Mary's has has a good quarterback, Gus DeToli, whose uh, dad is the athletic director there. So there's a nice okay. tie in there, too. So, yeah, what are they, what is, how's their season looking? Do you, are they looking like they might be a, a contender this year to, to, go, to go into the playoffs? Or? It, two years ago, they were, had a really bad season. And then uh, last year, after the new co- coach came on board, they um, surprised everybody and had a pretty good season. And this year, they're just building on it. Yeah, so we'll see where they go. Now, a team that does have a history of success to build on is uh, Vianney. Vianney won state championship last year, Class 4. I think they're in Class 4, right? Yes, Class 4, um, yes. So they won the state championship last year, coming off of that this year. and They're already 2-0, and, uh, and just rolling right along, it seems like. Um, anything about them that you'd want to share today? I know, have you been out to see them yet? I haven't been out to see them. Um, you know, just kind of follow them a little bit, and mm-hmm. they seem to be strong again, uh, rolling along. CBC in Class 5 is strong. They did lose uh, a game this weekend against uh, Christian Brothers of Memphis. Okay. So it was CBC against CBC. Yeah. And, uh, but it was a close game. They, it was 36-27. Uh, and uh, it, but it's good to see them getting out of out of the St. Louis area and playing a team. That's always good for a team. That is that is good. Good exposure and a good uh, chance for some competition. And obviously, maybe not the best because they lost. It may not be best for them, but <laughs> but they lost but to somebody with the same name. Exactly. So I guess yeah. It's okay. So CBC won regardless. <laughs> but okay. So um, what are some other football programs we should be looking out for this year? Well, in Class Two, Trinity. Uh, is a really strong team. They went uh, to the finals last year before losing. And also uh, Cardinal Ritter has a good, strong program. Then in Class 1, Valley, which has been strong for a long yeah, time. always got to look out for Valley. They're, they're a powerhouse at this point. Yes, they are. All right, but, you know, football is not the only sport that's played in the fall. What are some other sports uh, that you're looking at? I think you have an article coming up on a tennis player. Right. Uh, tennis player is Maria Brandt. And she is a student at Incarnate Word Academy, and she's just a real leader on the team. She's the number one player. In tennis, you uh, match your top player against the other team's top player. So she's playing the best competition from the other teams. And she's a very mature uh, student, and she's uh, able to handle that pressure. Last year, she went to state, and she came in seventh, which... uh, 
but there's a lot of players. So coming in seventh, she had to win three games to get to that point. Okay. And so looking again to, to build on that success this this season, right? Right. And they, they have another uh, doubles team uh, that's um, expecting to do good, and she's on that team as well. So so it looks it looks good for Incarnate Words. St. Joseph's Academy is always strong in tennis, and uh, the coach of Incarnate Words says, you know, he, he admits that as well as some of the other Catholic schools. Okay. Uh, I know we've missed a lot. We haven't even touched on soccer, uh, but is there anything else that uh, at this point you feel like we can we can chime in on? Well, soccer, you've got uh, CBC is always a strong team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they won the state championship last year, right, in soccer? Yes, yeah. they did, yes. So uh, another, another strong team yes. looking for another. Yeah. St. Louis U High is strong. They uh-huh. won a game against Chaminade that was a real, uh, uh, a real close game. Okay. Those two are really good programs mm-hmm. there as well. Great. Well, we'll be following these, I guess, throughout the fall, and you'll be doing some stories throughout the school year on, on the fall sports and the winter sports and the spring sports and keeping right. people up to date in the St. Louis Review. So, uh, Joe, thanks for all the work you do on, on that front and, uh, and keeping us up to date on, on the sports and the faith because that's such an important thing to, to remember is that these Catholic schools, don't just, uh, we don't just play sports for the fun of it. We play it because there's, uh, there's some character to be built here. Right. right. Yep. So. Well, thanks, Joe. Okay, no problem. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast. We always welcome story tips and ideas for the podcast. Just send them to communications at archstl.org. That's communications at archstl.org. Make sure to connect with us on social media to stay up to date with what's going on here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Archdiocese of St. Louis. We're on Twitter at ArchSTL is our handle there, at ArchSTL. And we're on Instagram, at CatholicSTL. And you should follow the St. Louis Review there on Facebook, also Twitter and Instagram under the handle, at St. Louis Review. That's ST Lewis Review. The Catholic Gateway Podcast is a production of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. I'm your host, Gabe Jones. We hope you'll join us again next time here in the Gateway to the West the Rome of the West, Catholic St. Louis.